Good morning. This is Coffee with the Sarlows, and I'm Karen. Good morning, and I'm Kelly. Karen, you've got the topic today. I do. Um, it was a treatment of yesterday morning. Okay. And I'm just going to start with the treatment of yesterday morning as is. So a lady came in. Her name is Alin. Alin has given consent for all of this today. And she's given some papers that go with it, actually, so people can go to the website either now or at the end um, to see things as we're going along because she gave permission for them to be scanned and shared. So anyway, she came into the treatment room and she went through consent and then she asked for medium. And the very first, she just said, "What? whoever you get. And I said, well, I have um, women. I have a group of females present. And she said, that was fine. And I started by saying to her that the first female I had identified herself, I believe, as her daughter. And I ho- I'm really hoping I'm getting every single part of this correct because there were a group of women. Her daughter said that she was presenting as an adult, as an adult. And she said, no, no, if you're getting a female young adult, it would be my sister who passed. And I said, no. I said, she's saying that she's your daughter, but that she's presenting as an adult. So she would have been a child. And she said, oh, my God. She says, I I lost a daughter at four months old. And now would be an adult. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And, um... Of course, I I don't know that, but this is what the spirit of the daughter is telling me. She says, well, I would be at least, I'd like I'd be over 20. So I wrote down on the page, daughter 20. So if people are already on the pages, they would see I doodled this, mm-hmm. the top of the page. so And underneath it, the word sister. So people could follow along on this one today. So anyway, she said she'd be at least 20. Um, and that she wanted to speak to... And I think this kind of came through a little bit later, but her brother, but that she recognized that she also had sisters. I knew she had one sister for sure, because it was her other sister who booked the appointment for her mom. Okay. So I knew that part. But as a I, human. As a human. But I didn't know that she had another sister mm-hmm. beyond that one or the brother. The brother... Okay, so that comes in a little bit later. But anyway, so what she did was the daughter came to talk to her mom. And she said, Karen, she said, you got to get up and go downstairs into your office and get your clipboard. I'm like, okay, but there's a clipboard here in the room. And she goes, no, I, I really want you to go downstairs and get your clipboard. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I know exactly what she's doing. I, I know what's going on. So this is the first time I've ever met Alin. I said, Could, do you mind if I run downstairs in my office? And she said, yeah. And I said, I have something for, for you from your daughter. And she's like, what? Like, what does, how yeah. does that even make sense? And I said, I'll be right back. I said, but I, I'm supposed to give this to you from your daughter. And then I'm going to explain all of this to you. And she goes, okay, sure. So I came downstairs into the office. I grabbed my clipboard, what was sitting on my desk behind me. I took the piece of paper, which is the second piece of paper now. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the website by sarlo.com, I'm now on the second piece. So I said, and here it isn't going to go through this. I said to her, I said, well, this is from your four month old daughter who's saying that she wants to honor and value her relationship with you as your daughter and to say that she knows her mom. So at the top of the page, now, if people are looking at that, 
I'm just going to back this up a little bit to the night before. You were home. Okay. And it was around nine o'clock at night and you were leaving for the evening with Parker. Mm-hmm. And I had dishes to do. I had the kitchen to clean. So you went out the door and I went into the kitchen and I'm cleaning the kitchen. I'm working in the kitchen. And I heard turn the music on. So I put my cell phone on to the speaker system and I heard I want to hear some music. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. I hear these spirits coming into the house. So I saw these um, women and I wanted to dance. And they're like, dance with us. So I'm dancing in the kitchen. So you'll see dancing. And then I was listening to Chubby Checker. Uh-huh. <laughs> the twist. So I'm, I'd wash the counter a little bit, and then I'd do the twist. Mm-hmm. And then I'd listen to another song. Oh, I can't remember them all, but all these different oldies, I'll call them. And then I would do, uh, oh, I did the Charleston. Oh, you cannot forget that because that is a dance. Yeah. Like a jive. That's fun. So then I wrote down on the page, dancing, jiving. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down how I wanted to grab one of the people who'd crossed over. And I was jiving with this, with one of the people that had died. So people are hearing that I dance in my kitchen with dead people which is interesting because the jive is so um touchy-feely yes. if anybody now sees Karen on the dance floor at a real wedding <laughs> jiving by myself <laughs> anyway I had so much fun and then all of a sudden I saw one of them take Kleenex and she's like write down Kleenex go get a piece of paper get this done Karen So I ran out of the kitchen into the treatment room, just off the kitchen, and I grabbed the clipboard and this piece of paper that you can see, Mm -hmm. and I wrote down nursing home employee. Hmm. And so they said, well, we're talking about a nursing home employee. And all I could see was this whole scenario I was living in. I was like role playing this lady. So I'm in this nursing home, and I'm in the kitchen, and I'm cooking, and I'm cleaning, and I'm washing things up, and I'm taking my time because I'm really liking it. I love it. And I'm um, playing my music. I'm, and all of a sudden, Kelly, I'm singing. So I've got Shakira on. What's that song? Try Everything. Oh, I'm singing. Try Everything. <laughs> like oh. really loud. Mm-hmm. So I was having so much fun. I'm in a full sweat at this point because I'm, I'm multitasking. I'm singing. I'm cleaning. I'm dancing. I was doing the Charleston in the kitchen. Oh my God, it was fun. And all of a sudden they said, write down Kleenex. So I wrote Kleenex. And it was like, I couldn't figure out if I wanted to put the Kleenex in my pockets or if I wanted to take the Kleenex and rolled it up and put it in my sleeve. So I, and I didn't have, I didn't even have a shirt or a sweater on. (laughs) This is getting weirder. (laughs) Yeah, that I could not put the Kleenex in, but this is what I wanted to do. So I, I wrote Kleenex and then I wrote quips because I could hear these little quips. Like, like one-liners? If, yeah. Okay. But if somebody kind of said a cute thing, like I'd come right back and I'd give a, a really wonderful little quip back. But it was kind. It was gentle. It was, it was loving. It wasn't sarcastic in the sense of being hurtful or mean or demeaning. It was quipping. Like it was, and I don't even know if quipping is a word, but... It was just these lovely little quips of comebacks. Mm-hmm. And all of this was done to make the other people in the kitchen. <laughs> remember now, I'm all alone in my kitchen. But it's to make all the other people in my kitchen um, and in the, this nursing home that I'm pretending that I'm in 
to make all of these people feel loved. Nice. It's to it and it's to bring joy into my own day. So like even I remember taking my time. So if the dishwasher had to still get f- filled before I went to bed, I felt peaceful. I felt like it's okay when I get to bed, I get to bed. All will be taken care of in a day. There was such a peace about going about the day. And I, that was just so, so key. And it, what appeared to me was that the people who were dead, this group of women, there was a grandmother, a sister, and a daughter were helping me feel this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I wrote down garden um, because they just yelled the word at me. And then I wrote down the word flirting, but they explained and I could see how this person, this woman, the the woman I'm supposed to be in the kitchen doing all of this, would flirt with the people in the nursing home, but again, in a really sweet way, never in a, I want your partner way, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I want to destroy something way, but just in a very... Complimentary? Complimentary. You look lovely today. Did they well, flirt with both sexes? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And, and and she would say like to an older man in the nursing home, honey, you look handsome. Mm-hmm. You know, and he'd sit up a little taller in his chair. Yeah. You know, he'd have his bib on and she'd straighten the bib for him and she'd, you know, take that Kleenex out and wipe his face. Mm-hmm. You look handsome, doll. That. Yeah. Okay. And this was that... This group that had passed over wanted to say their thank yous to this woman because of her intention and her energy and all of this. And that the thank you was coming from this little group of women, but it was also coming from the current souls of the people at the nursing home Mm -hmm. that are alive, the current souls of the patients at the nursing home that are alive, Mm -hmm. and also the, the souls of the people in the nursing home who've died. Cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So I think everyone's hearing how packed your room was. Yeah. So now back to the treatment, because I explained all of that to her holding up this page. Mm -hmm. And she's looking at this page and she and I said, so I'm supposed to give this to you today, right? And she goes, Karen, I work in a nursing home. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fuck off. (laughs) And she's, yeah, I, I do. Okay. So then um, she said, and by the way, because I'm explaining to this to her, I said, last night in my kitchen, I was cleaning up and I was doing a little bit of dancing and then I'd spin around and I would put Kleenex in my pocket because, you know, one of the patients or one of the clients or people in the nursing home might need that tomorrow or a little bit later. She was always thinking ahead mm-hmm. of what people needed and that I would then turn around and burst into another song and sing. (laughs) And I said, so I did this all last night in my kitchen. And she says to me, well, I work in the kitchen. She says, I, I cook and I, I, I cook for the, the people that live in, that's their home. Mm -hmm. And I I said, okay, can we go through your list then? And I said, cause this is your treatment from your four month old daughter that died over 20 years ago okay tears that wants to prove to you that she never left Mm -hmm. she wants to prove to you that she's watched you every day that she sings with you 
She goes, and so I went through this list. She goes, I do sing at work. She knows her mom. She knows her mom. And she went through and she talked about the dancing. And she goes, I do dance at work all the time in the kitchen. She goes, we're always listening to the music and singing and doing a little dance. And then go back, you cook something, you go back, you do a little dance, you go back, you clean up. You have to do the, you throw the dishes in. And I said, do you also serve? Because she had this desire to be with her family. I'm going to call the people in the nursing home her family. Mm -hmm. Because this was the point. This was the point. That it, it isn't. It isn't just the nurses or the doctors that we think of as their extended family caring for them. It's the people that cook. It's the people that clean. It's the people that change the bed and bathe them. Mm -hmm. Every single person, it's the maintenance man that goes in and puts up, hangs up a picture for them. Yeah. That goes in and installs the TV and then wants to check in later and make sure that the, the channels and the cable is working. It's every single person. So her four-month-old daughter, now presenting as this young woman in her mid-twenties, is proving to her mom in every single little kind of way how her mom spends an average day, mm-hmm. her work day. And the not just to say, I see you, but I feel what you feel. Mm-hmm. So when you're putting a Kleenex in your pocket, thinking that, you know, so-and-so is going to drool at lunchtime. I'm going to have that hanky ready. I'm going to be able to wipe his chin for him because maybe, you know, his jaw muscles as he's aged um, aren't able to um, move as quickly. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's atrophy of the muscles. So she knows that. So she's going to pack a Kleenex in the pocket. Just like we would do for our own dad or our own mom, perhaps, Mm -hmm. and that we want to know and we might want to believe that the nurses do that because we think they're paid to. Mm-hmm. And and this goes so much beyond what we think these people are paid to do. Right. And that this this woman's dead child is saying, I know this about you, that you do this because you love them. And this isn't just a job to go to. It's who you are. Yes. And this you've taken them in as your family. And I think if we go through something where we are in that position that we have to place someone we love in a nursing home or a a facility or a hospital or whatever, we want to know that about those people. I think. I would. I know I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so um, she went through this list to acknowledge to her mom before Mother's Day. And I went to write down on page two, um, where it says check in at the top, because we do, you know, we do our check ins, I wanted to write happy birthday. And people are going to see on that page that I wrote happy Bert. (laughs) And I crossed it out. And I thought I got it wrong. So this is what happened during the treatment. I thought I was writing happy Mother's Day Mm -hmm. from her daughter, who's passed. And instead, I wrote happy Bert. And then I wrote a And I thought, what the heck? Why did I get that wrong? I knew what I was doing. Why did my brain do this? And I said, is there any, is there a birthday today? I said, because she's also trying to say happy birthday. And she says, yes, it's my, my mom's birthday today. So her daughter was saying happy birthday to her grandma. Hmm. I think I got that right. I hope I got that right. But Alina will let me know if I screwed that one up. 
but she was saying happy birthday to a person here on earth. Nice. And then I wrote down happy Mother's Day on another part of the paper, because that had to do with that she still wanted to say happy birthday or happy Mother's Day to her mom. Mm -hmm. Okay, then she wanted to talk to her brother. And she, I wrote down work, school, FA, CPR, H&S. And her brother is her twin. <laughs> so she died at four months, but her twin brother survived mm -hmm. and is still on earth and he's 24. So she wanted to say to her brother, I know you're in school, but I want to talk to you about work because you're preparing to actually get into a workforce now. And she wanted to tell him about FA, which I can't even remember what FA means. Oh, first aid. First aid, CPR, health and safety. She was trying to give him messages that he couldn't just go to school to take a trade or to do something. He's a very hands-on kind of guy. And he really needs to be really grounded in life by building and using his hands and really seeing accomplishments physically. Not like an accountant would look at a, a, a spreadsheet and see getting finished something is getting finished at the page or getting the numbers calculated. Mm -hmm. But that her brother was very much that he had to get things done with his hands and see things done. And that he felt instant gratification all day long as he could do things. Mm -hmm. And that this would make him super happy in life and grounded. But also that he needed some first aid. He needs some other courses that he wasn't going to get it in that school environment to give him a little bit of an edge over everybody else. So she was looking out for him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she was trying to say, don't be the average one that comes out that, that just has the same degree as everybody else. Go get some extra things so that if all is the same at the end of a day in a group of interviews, if they're looking for something to stand out other than his personality, because she liked his personality, Cute. <laughs> his willingness to work on his own or to be part of a team, that this health and safety area was something that would benefit him in particular. Well, it speeds up the process of being hired. Oh. Right? Because it's necessary okay. for a lot of, of trade workers and hmm. jobs in general. Okay. And what she, what Lynn was saying about her son, and I think, I'll just say this generally because I can't recall, so I don't want to, I don't want to end up getting it too wrong, was that he does work with his hands, but I can't remember if, what he builds, but he does do something where it's building, like, Mm -hmm. can't remember if it's bikes or machines or something. Mm -hmm. um, I hope that's general enough, but accurate enough. But that made sense that the health and safety could fit into it if you're right. building, as opposed to an accountant. Mm -hmm. Okay. Although I know accountants might still Have need it. Have a heart it. attack over numbers and need yeah. first aid. <laughs> yeah. I know I do. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, so anyway, um, he she came through with her aunt and her grandma to talk to her mom and wanted to wish them happy birthday happy happy mother's day i know you mm -hmm. happy mother's day i love you happy mother's day i've been around every day i've been around for the dances for cleaning the kitchen for... and i see you flirting i see you yeah ma i hear you yeah <laughs> like and i think we want that from our earthly children mm-hmm we want that from our parents. We want that so much to know we're seen and heard and valued and loved for who we are. And I thought there were so many little aspects of this. So I said to Lynn, when we're done the session, would it be okay if I asked you something? So we finished her session. 
And then when it was done and over, I asked her for consent to share this. Mm-hmm. Because of all of the beautiful messages, there's so many layers here about even breaking down some of the beliefs of what we've believed of the spirit world. Yes. That, you know, when you die, they're gone. They're in a better place. Or that they're forever a baby. Yeah. That they're not here, that they don't help us, that they don't know us anymore. That there's a location somewhere over there that has no access to here so that we can only see them, you know, poetry and all these wonderful little quotes on the internet are so full of shit. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I have to wait to see you again. You know, you're going to become a little angel. No, no, that's all bullshit. Just going to keep being your daughter. Yeah. Just going to keep loving you. And so so to me, those messages have far more value than the other ones. Mm Mm-hmm that say we're separated mm-hmm. and, um, you know, hang in there. <laughs> for for the people who are listening to this and maybe didn't have the chance to birth your child, mm-hmm. there are previous podcasts about miscarriages and abortions that give pretty much the same message that we've just done today. Uh, but if you need to hear it where it's specifically speaking to your situation so that you can get the same relief that maybe Alin got that day, head over. Head over to the archives and click on those. And I think they're called Love's a Touchy Subject. Mm-hmm. Because like you're saying, it's challenging a belief system. Yeah. And I realize that it can also challenge um, science or it could challenge religion. Also a belief system. A what? Also a belief system. Yeah. It could challenge TV movies. It could challenge TV shows. There are so many things. But I mean, when you sit in the truth, it just is what it is. Mm -hmm. It isn't drama anymore. It isn't pain anymore. The truth heals. Mm -hmm. The truth gives relief. The truth gives back joy. It gives back integrity. It gives back connectivity. It allows us to feel without it always having to be painful. And then there were the other aspects of it, of, um, oh, my mind went blank. Oh, the nursing home. It, it Like, I really wanted to share her story because of where she works and who she is. Everyone's Be- writing that down as their number one choice now. <laughs> where does Alin work? We want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and anybody who may be in this little area, I don't even know if Alyn is from North Bay, mm-hmm. but if, if she is, <laughs> stay, stay, <laughs> stay and love all of those people. And, and, and here's the other thing. If you're somebody who has a family member in the nursing home, see those people differently as family, see them as family. Don't just walk past them. Yeah. Extend that gratitude. Yeah. Like it, it changes everything. Because there again extends the connectivity that these people are now your family's extended family in a similar way to you meeting Eric and Eric and his mom and dad and sister yeah. and her her husband are now part of your family, but now part of my family and Andrew and Kyla's family mm-hmm. and your dad's family and on and on and on. And we can understand that when there's a marriage or when to, when people move in and live together. Mm-hmm. But we don't always extend that when we see 
that our family members have to go into a hospital. Well, and I think you said it before, when the position of a job is there. Because a marriage, well, some will argue that marriage is a job, but it's not a paper job, right? And so you're just saying extend the title of family to those people who are working to take care of your family. Yeah, and I, I have heard from some people, Kelly, where they have had home care workers come into their home to care for a person in the family, and they want to see them as employees. They want to see them as separate from their family. They don't want them to know their business. They want complete detachment from them, mm-hmm. so they will not engage with them. Come in, take care of your, the, the person you're paid to, and get the hell out. I don't know how people don't understand that that affects the way that they take care of that person. Mm-hmm. The un- the feeling of unwelcomeness in mm-hmm. your home and get a job done and having a time frame on it mm-hmm. as opposed to, like you're saying, that gentleness of pulling out a Kleenex and just seeing the details mm-hmm. instead of just ticking things off a list and walking out head well, down. Yeah, and I mean, they might think, no, take that Kleenex out and, you know, wipe that off their face because that is what you're getting paid for. So they, 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 they have to push and create the boundary to separate something that's within themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's a bigger issue. Much. So, yeah. So they want something else in that. But, and, but anyway, what I was just trying to get to today in sharing this story is conversation around all of that. So that even listening to this podcast for an, a, a family or, or workers in extended care facilities of all different aspects it doesn't have to just be when people age it can be for children it can be for anything Mm -hmm. that how we see each other needs to needs to be seen from a bigger picture and that or maybe just a different one Mm -hmm. and I think Ellen's story really really talks about it and and I just I couldn't thank her enough I felt honored. She's saying to me at the end of the session, thank you, Karen. And I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> hey, this is actually airing for Mother's Day weekend. I know. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, so- like the first time you're two steps ahead of me. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Proud of you. <laughs> yeah. There were so many different things just layered here. Not just that it's all about a, a big feel-good story, but how even this could be an invitation for staff in a nursing home to sit down as a group and listen to something like this, where even human resources could sit down so that they can see their staff as family. Mm -hmm. Because some nursing homes in administration don't see the staff as part of the family. Well, and that comes back to how facilities are run. Yes. How do you see your coworkers as family when everyone's being threatened to be laid off? Yeah. Yeah, very much. So there, like to me, there were just so many different ways this could be used. It could be used right from like where administration has to hear it. And if you're sitting here listening to this today and you're a member of the government that funds the nursing homes, that thinks about the layoffs, that has to hear it from that perspective as well. Because I also know those people, as they go through life, have their own family members in nursing homes. Mm-hmm. They don't sit there thinking they don't know it. They do too. They can too. So can this create that new kind of conversation as to how we all function, work, live, and share together? And feel. Yeah. And, and I mean, even to an, another degree, Kelly, 
This can go into schools. This can go into work environments. This conversation can be played in so many different areas. Well, happy Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yes, happy Mother's Day. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. And and a really a big, huge thank you to Alin mm-hmm. and to her daughter and to her sister and the grandmother that had passed over. Because if we go right back to the beginning, this was Karen dancing in a kitchen. Yeah, and well, and she gave you permission to share a celebration. Yes. And I'm saying thank you to the spirit world from Karen. Of course. Because that's how I choose to live my life. Whether people believe in the gifts or not, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter to me what others believe. It is my reality. And all of my realities merge. And as people are hearing, with dancing and singing and cleaning my kitchen. I love you. I love you too. Do you want to end it? Um, no, you go ahead. Okay. Um, well, thank you again. Uh, and, and thank you to everyone who's listening. Uh, hopefully you're, you're feeling all the feels this morning. Uh, if you have questions or comments about today's show or you have ideas for your own podcast, you can email us at info at If you missed out on Sips of Sanity this month, it's all about celebrating mothers. You can head over to bysarlo.com. Click on Coffee with the Sarlos under Archives. You'll find Sips of Sanity, five episodes on the different types of mothering. We are celebrating all of you.